Hello and welcome to Hey Art What's Good. We're a podcast where we like to talk about art and generally what's good with it. My name's Alice. And my name's Rosie. And something we like to do here on Hey Art What's Good is to check in with each other and see what's good with us because it's important to do that check-in every now and then. Focus on the positives. And it's cool to hear about each other's lives because we're not together all the time. <laughs> like contrary to popular belief. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a lot of the time. <laughs> it's like a solid like 40%. Yeah. Yeah, 40. I would potentially push it to 50% of the time, Ooh, but... Controversial. Well, I am including, like, sleep. Like... Right, okay. If you include sleep, then that's <laughs> actually still quite a lot of time. If mine's not including <laughs> sleep, but yeah. Ugh. We don't sleep that much. To be fair, no, that's true. We sleep when we're dead. Sure, and indeed we shall. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's good with you, Rosie? What's good with me is I become involved, as you all may know, I am an artist, um, and I'm involved with a couple of exhibitions coming up soon. Ooh. So I've submitted work to Now Special at Timebank Brewery, nice. which is just generally an art party. Party? <laughs> Artsy party. Artsy party. <laughs> um, it's an art party and just generally a, a fun time. They have like a DJ and food vendors and loads of like really cool artists are involved. In the past, they've had like stalls and like like live tattoos yeah. and stuff. So like it's just a cool, like good vibes and it's in a brewery. So, you know, and I feel like they do really good hot chocolates as well. From the looks of it, I've never had one, yeah. but you can get like a tankard, a glass tankard yeah. of hot chocolate with cream on top. I don't know if that was just like the winter special, but... Either way, um, Time Bank Brewery does cater to everyone. So do. it's not, you know, it can be a family thing too. And for these kind of events, they usually have a guest kitchen in. Yes. And it's always nice stuff. Oh, yeah. So Because nice. it runs over the weekend of the late shows. Oh. So okay. that it's like the, the late shows special. Mm. So excited to see what that's going to be. Yeah, me too. Um, and I might save it, but I have another exhibition coming up as well. Ooh, okay. But I'm not going to tell you. Oh, damn it. I'll tell you next episode. Cool. Whenever that may be. Yeah. Because <laughs> we record these in like in advance and then yeah. like put them out in higgledy piggledy orders. So generally, yeah. Uh, and you may have already you may already know about it. <laughs> Who knows? Time is weird. <laughs> Timey wimey. What about you, Alice? What's good with you? What's good with me is I bought another camera off eBay because I'm a fiend and I'll never stop. <laughs> she um, can't be stopped. Help me. <laughs> I can't hold her back. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I've never really paid more than £25 for a camera and they all seem to have worked fine. So that's nice. That's a pretty good track record. It is, yeah. Um, this one is a Fed 3, which is um, like people who know about film cameras or cameras in general would probably have heard of a brand called Leica. They're like this really old German camera company who make beautiful, lovely rangefinder cameras and they're all bloody expensive because they still currently make digital cameras, but the more recent gen film cameras, like a Leica M6 is a pretty... Like, it's not that new, but it's like early noughties. You can't get it for any cheaper than like a grand and a half, and Whoa. that's not with a lens. And this is a film camera. a bit unnecessary. So um, Leica have been making cameras forever, since like the 1900s. Um, quite a few like famous... I think a few famous there's a famous war photographer who used his Leica. Ooh. Everyone has used it at some point. Mm-hmm. Like every notable film photographer. And the Soviet Union was like, ah, oh, we can do that. <laughs> Hence the Fed series of cameras. So the Fed 3 is modeled after it came out in the 60s, but it's modeled after like a 30s Leica camera. Ooh. And 
some things on it simply don't work because otherwise it'll break your camera <laughs> so it's got like a self-timer function but if you use it be ready to never use your camera again because really? the shutter will stick oh my goodness and you can't change your shutter speed until you've like cocked the shutter to take a new shot mm-hmm. and also it's before the time of like thumb levers like you know like with film cameras like a film slr for example you take a photo and then use like the little lever with your thumb to like wind it on mm-hmm. and then next frame no no this one you've got to wind it by hand whoa but it's fun to use and you should do a blog post about it i think i may oh watch the space <laughs> And like uh, on the day of recording, I just developed a roll of film that like my first roll of film I put through it and it works. So, or at least it seems to, I need to scan them. Thank you so much. I need to scan them to see how they've turned out, but they look good. Nice. So that's that's what's good with me. That is a pretty good thing. I like a new camera. It's like a little little present for myself. Oh, we're both like developing our practices. Mm -hmm. Doing (laughs) cool art things. I do love a cool art thing. I feel like we should talk about a cool art thing. I was just going to say, do you know what a cool art thing is? (laughs) I don't, not personally. (laughs) (laughs) Never met her. (laughs) Um, Cool art thing is what I went to go see this week. And it was at Abject Gallery, which we've been to a bunch. And we've talked about a bunch. And we love those guys because they're just some cool stuff. Yeah, something a little bit different. And um, yesterday on day of recording which was the 19th of april good friday we, it was on good friday yes and it was when we had a, a lovely day a lovely day at wallen brewery after that though we went to abduct gallery to check out the two new exhibition previews they had on and we're going to talk about one of them today because we were just really like captivated by it like, yeah. we loved it we were also a bit half cut but we were into this art oh yeah like, yeah really into it so like into it full discussions oh yeah and some of which we will try and recreate for you. Yes, and try try to remember. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the exhibition's called Stories from the Big Flat Now by Peter McArdle. Mm. And it's a good, it's a nice mix of stuff. Um, you've got some pencil drawings, you've got some paintings, and there's a video piece. And yeah. there's like some interesting curation, which I'm sure you'll talk to you about in a oh, hot wow. second. Oh, yes. But um, all of this work kind of explores the relationship between like different fine art traditions, like, like the nude landscape, sculptures, and all that mm. kind of stuff. Um, but kind of reconsidering it through like a different lens, like the concept of um, like all no, no context rather mm-hmm. of like digital images that now dominate our visual culture, of which is a whole bunch. Yes. So just like, having that as kind of a backboard there, like everything in this exhibition is just a little bit wildish. Yeah. Like, would you agree? Like, kind of wild surreal like just generally odd and you really have to like look at it surreal and yeah like it demands attention i think and i'll kind of walk you through the space a little bit best i can so curation corner welcome (laughs) you walk into the room and most of the work is wall-based so um to your like left and right immediately are what look like paintings kind of colored pieces on kind of a canvasy kind of material um but then directly opposite you are kind of grids of paper in i think grids of 15 and there's i remember counting them like because they're in threes kind of like rows of threes as it goes down yeah and there's loads of them but they just look like blank bits of paper until you walk up closer to them and then you see that there's really delicate line pencil line drawings on them and what kind of makes the space a bit more dynamic is again if you've just walked into your right there's a huge grid of again paper but on the floor 
and it, at first glance it looks blank and again it's got very delicate line drawings on them and we learned something that day it is very difficult to take pictures on your phone of delicate line drawings yeah it really so we'll is do our best to show you on instagram but it may be one of those things you just have to go yes because we would recommend it otherwise we wouldn't be making a podcast about it yeah so <laughs> yeah have a go um so that's the main room and then off to the right there is the kind of the audio visual room mm-hmm. which is just a little room and it's got the kind of projector as you would imagine and it's dark and there's a piece playing yes so a little bit of everything very mixed media and very like yeah very i found it very engaging oh yeah very like because it i think what can be said of all these pieces is that it's not necessarily what you think it's going to be when you first look at it yeah in the say like you know so the drawings just look like blank bits of paper until you get closer Mm -hmm. or what look like paintings aren't are they paintings are like what are they yeah and then the video is really abstract it's really strange but we spent ages kind of guessing what it could actually be yeah so this is one of my favorite types of exhibition where me and you get really animated and like try (laughs) and break down everything yeah it's like oh could it be this but what about this yeah then consider this like i hear you're this and i raise you with this (laughs) yeah like definitely so we're like hanging around the paintings and we did spend like a good five minutes kind of trying to break down how they were done because they're all kind of similar in like theme in general like subject there's like some kind of landscapey foresty scene Mm -hmm. and to me this looked like because the thing it was on so it looked like they were on boards on the wall but the texture of the image on top looked like a canvas so in my mind it looked like it was a photograph that was printed onto a canvas then cut out then put onto a board and then on top of that it was painted and drawn on and then also maybe it's like glazed over with something yeah. a really thin kind of layer of paint or something like that and it also like definitely looked like if they were because we don't know no we don't I, we never found out but mm-hmm. this is our theory so you, this is like you're gonna hear all about our theories that night <laughs> um and some of the images definitely look like digitally enhanced yeah so although there was like drawings and paintings perhaps like superimposed onto the photo that was on a fabric transfer or whatever yeah it's part of the photograph even were a little bit weird mm-hmm. like blocked color for yeah. example that weren't painted or anything so yeah there's all sorts of different elements going on but at first glance you're just like that's a landscape painting mm-hmm. and then you go up close and you're like no 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 that like i think for me one of them was like grass it could have been like some i think it was like a couple of people in long grass oh yeah and i looked at the grass and i was like that there's no way someone painted or drew that that Ooh, has to be a photo yeah. but then every other element of that image was very clearly drawn yeah like so it, it takes you a second to think like what's the process here like there's so much going on like if you actually properly look at it mm-hmm. and it, i think a lot of people that resonate with a lot of people because I think it's good to go to an art gallery and find something you could look at for a long time. Yeah, it's nice because like sometimes you can just do a quick whip around, and be like I appreciated that, that was cool. But then sometimes, like yesterday, like yeah. with us, we spent a long ass time. Oh, yeah, and I think actually because there's another show going on at Abject Gallery yes. upstairs, and that was also the preview of that show, mm. and that's a perfect example. We really enjoyed that exhibition as well, but that was much more. We had a look around. That was cool. And then like, nice, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. Like, and that was, and like we enjoyed it, but it's like, oh, well, that's, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. And then move on. And that's valid too. Mm-hmm. 
so Absolutely but then is. there's pieces like this where you're like what oh my god <laughs> and then like we definitely like went back to a few things like oh actually no now i've been around the room and now yeah. look at this again i'm like hmm new thoughts have formed all sorts of theories flying around oh yes very exciting so yeah it really captured our imaginations yeah and like the scenes and these paintings they were all like pretty surreal they kind of looked like well the color palette i want to yeah. talk about because it was a lot of like soft pinks and oranges yeah. and pastel blues and greens i was gonna say very much kind of pastel tones yeah and very satisfying i think that's like quite a popular thing at the moment like mm. pastel i um, do have some pastel you got me some pastels right socks and i appreciate those I did. <laughs> alice is a sock lady if you ever see some cool socks and randomly want to buy an art podcaster a present you know what to do <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think pastels are in mm -hmm. if you have pastels in an art show you're very likely to be instagrammed uh, this is a yes. thing it's the same as neon lights people oh. love instagramming neon lights and neon, neon signs light. like i imagine um a few weeks ago uh, there's the episode that me and amy did about um pineapple black and mm -hmm. one of the shows that was on there because that's all like neon and like uv stuff so okay. I, serious fomo here get wrecked <laughs> so I, I imagine that has been instagram so i'll have to check in with that to have, yeah. a, to have a see yeah a good time mm -hmm. jealous uh, <laughs> go on Millsborough, dude but i saw this show you did see this show, show. everyone be jealous of me <laughs> until you go and then we'll be on the same page sure sure sure, sure. <laughs> um but yeah the paintings were sick like some of them i think paintings like quote unquote paintings yeah because things that appear from a distance to be paintings <laughs> They were all like got like cut out elements as well. Yeah, so it kind of like so imagine there was just a photo of a landscape. It's like they've added stuff in on top. So there's a really cool one. There's one where it's like a kind of forest, like some a tree lined street with someone walking down it, and there's like some birds that have been drawn in. But oh, then yeah. in the field over to the left, like behind the trees, also drawn in is like what looks like a driving like theater sort of thing, like yeah. a big screen. I don't know if you, I can't remember if you could see cars in it. But um, just cool. So it's like scenes that don't, I assume, don't exist. But they've yeah. just kind of been created. And depending on how far you're standing, really, from the piece, kind of makes you think of it in a different way. Because if you stand, like, if you look at it from afar and it looks like a painting, it looks like a real cohesive scene. However, if you go up closer, you realise that it's not. And it's yeah. just cool. It takes you for a bit of a trip. Cause Perspective. Yeah. Ooh. And it's interesting, like, how much time you spend with these artworks will change how you feel about them. And that's yeah. really cool because that almost is like, well, they're almost, like, alive. Yeah. And they're, which is, I think, cool because a lot of this is in response to, like, the oversaturation we have of digital images in our lives so instagram i'm addicted to instagram mm -hmm. check us out hey what's good <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug um but i think so on the little bit of info you get from the gallery about this exhibition i'm gonna like read a little bit because i underlined it because it's this is kind of maybe the core of the exhibition but there's a part of it that I found really interesting and again I've mentioned loads of times before I love thinking about and considering art in the digital age like we are now in the digital revolution so what is art within that context mm -hmm. so it says that the artist is asking a series of questions about contemporary visual culture and some of these questions because there's loads of questions <laughs> <laughs> not warning um 
what happens when an image is taken out of context uh, alongside others and that's the important part because the there is like a, with all of these images it's they're parts of a series when art is part of a series it acts differently than if it's a standalone piece yeah so you are it's in co- it's corresponding with other images could that be similar to on instagram where you all have to follow the same format for example mm-hmm. you know like interesting things like that uh, another one is what happens when images find themselves in a new like cultural and political space something we've talked about a lot in various episodes but something else to consider in answering that maybe is curation but like the fr- like the framework of the gallery mm-hmm. so at, at Zara Wirth we went to see Feed yes it been last uh, sometime last year yeah ages ago now but that was a lot about uh check out our Instagram mm-hmm. uh it's just uh does some really interesting work around specifically Instagram mm-hmm. um which is kind of what I'm... I When it says, like, digital images, that's instantly what I think oh, of. Oh, yeah. It's very um, much a large part of our lives right now. Oh, yes. And what would it be to take Instagram images and put them in a gallery? Like, how does that change them? Does that increase or devalue their worth? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there's so many, like, just cool, cool more questions. Yeah. All the questions. <laughs> um, and how does this, like, how does fine art relate to other images, like, image forms and things like that? And that's kind of, like, what I was saying there. But most, the one that like really resonated with me is to consider like how paintings change, um, like when we consider images in their like material form. So now most people will interact with images digitally. What happens to those images when they're physical? So Alice, mm-hmm. you do like like analog photography, yeah, and that's just so the process of that is so different to a digital photographer, yeah, and obviously you do digital photography too, yeah, but like do you know, like I think that's something really cool to consider, and also when you distribute your images more often than not, it's on Instagram, yeah, so it's so interesting that you're like rather than using a digital format, you go for an analog format, but to share them, you have to go back to digital, but then the image itself is physical. There's so many layers to this, guys. There are several. And that, like, <laughs> this is like, and that's what's cool about this, because I feel like in the layers of these images, it's like, well, it's a photograph, but then there's, it's on fabric, and then there's like a glaze over it, and then there's a painting on top, and then there's- Like some drawings and stuff. It's Yeah, like so many layers to it. And I just think, yeah, like that's captured really well. Mm-hmm. Oh, very much so. So yeah, really exciting. I've, I don't know if I've seen anything like this before. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, um, this made me think a little bit of, um, there was a show at System Gallery some amount of weeks ago <laughs> um, called Close Encounters by Rachel Eden. And she does some awesome stuff. I think you bought earrings from her? I did. Rosie bought some They're earrings from her. Lovely. Bright pink and cool shapes. Hell yeah, dude. And um, Close Encounters was all about like similar themes of like post-internet kind of worlds, the kind of um, how we receive and interpret images that way. And they were lots of kind of similar colours, not quite as pastel, but definitely kind of bright, interesting, yeah. bold colours. A weird saturation. Weird saturation with like interesting like scenes. Like mm-hmm. it could either be like a scene of a place or with a person in it or like of like a scene with people in it and there are some similarities there and it's just really cool like that was a great exhibition it was only on for like a week or something which is a shame yeah but, but that's why it's important to always check out like follow galleries on social media yeah instagram hello <laughs> <laughs> but just because 
yeah some of these shows are so good and aren't on a long time and it's good to keep up yes but yeah you'll find some gems you really will but i agree i think there's maybe something like we have this idea of like the surreal being quite pastel and yeah i know there's actually because i guess that's not really how life looks yeah generally yeah definitely they don't live in a beautiful pastel wonderland like wes anderson's films but whatever (laughs) gross i wish we did i know but then it's also like it almost looks like cloudy and smoggy almost but then that makes it look kind of dreamlike yeah no it does it definitely does yeah because when we say this we honestly don't know there's this like glaze kind of definitely something these images and it could just be that it's like a a really watered down wash of Mm -hmm. paint but it almost looks like do you know when you put pva on something but before it dries clear oh yeah that's what it looks like there'll be photos on instagram yes but drink every time we say instagram (laughs) (laughs) hey what's good drinking game (laughs) um yeah i think that was a really cool like aesthetic decision and i wonder how that that. came about yeah because that contrasts quite starkly with the other works the other like wall-based works yeah it really does which are like mad minimal they are they're all on like each piece is like an a4 bit of paper in it i think so it might be a bit bigger it looks uh, a4-ish in the ballpark um but as rosie said before they're all pencil line drawings and they've got a fun theme which you don't realize until you've looked at a bunch of them mm-hmm. they've all got three figures in it um and, and we spent ages trying to decode this and i'm not even convinced we got it right i don't think i don't think we've got it right but, but i do like theory. the attempt of the attempt we've made i think we've made a good a good theory yeah and this is like really what we're trying to get across with this podcast we actually don't know what we're talking about and yeah. everything we say is a theory perfect example this. this it's well it's all about how guessing's fun and also it's like it doesn't even matter if it's right or wrong this is how we perceived it and i like our perception mm-hmm. so i'm gonna stick by it yeah absolutely man so on each piece is three figures yes and it's very so this is all very centered around portraiture even the paintings which are landscapes the main feature is the the people that have been superimposed in mm-hmm. and these are like as i say really minimal line drawings no shading not even any Mm -hmm. like pattern or anything it's just the lines but it seems to be that there's they're all vastly different but they look almost like they're traced they do whether or not they are is a different story but it very much looks like traced images of people and it looks like what did we say one of them looks like they're from like fashion or catalogs yeah and, like, models yeah like definitely they're wearing clothes standing in that kind of way yeah it's like, like hey edgy yeah like a saucy <laughs> sort of yeah stuff. or like american apparel yeah <laughs> urban outfits yeah very like <laughs> like yeah just fashion yeah and then there's kind of a work of art so there's loads of like statues or busts yeah or, or even kind of more kind of abstracty like hepworth i was gonna say barbara hepworth yeah yeah or yeah so really weird um but like definitely like notably like that looks like a statue or a sculpture yes. like not a real person and think of like the classic like greek like it's all it's missing its arms yeah or like those classic poses like the thinker or yeah. david um and then the third one to us looked like a really sexualized image so maybe Mm -hmm. like porn or even like not like hardcore porn but like think of like 
kind of dirty boy mags yeah <laughs> so like, like women in like boy-ish. central positions and things yeah but like maybe a bit of boob things like that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah because like there's nudity and mm-hmm. that's like and we've talked about naked versus nude in the naked portrait that was at the lang we did do that and that's like a cool concept to consider so check that out if you haven't mm-hmm. but yeah like nudity and art is just cool nudity yeah. in general is cool <laughs> but like art is a great time and place yeah nudity. i do life drawing i love it yeah so i'm biased <laughs> but it was interesting like was it exploring the ideas of like identity or portraiture itself because obviously mm-hmm. this is about like that how does fine art act in this culture of like a million images all the time like we're being bombarded with images all day every day yeah so like where does like that idea like where does that idea of fine art fit within that is it that these images have been taken from consumer and capitalist yeah places and put in a gallery could be or like well we don't know i mean it could be like every item in there is could could be considered a work of arts like the sculptures can be considered works of arts because generally they are like the naked body yeah. is a work of art Absolutely. and like fashion photography is a Definitely work of art, art. Yeah, so like and then kind of making that into other different art in an art gallery is kind of yeah, like an extension of that yeah in the gallery and it as a series like it was extensive there was there was probably hundreds many yeah hundreds of portraits in this like it was crazy it was mint the quantity of this was so interesting and it was almost like a maths thing like mm-hmm. you know when there's enough as a series it's mm-hmm. like a sequence of numbers and you have to try and find the pattern yeah it was kind of like that because it for the first like five ten minutes we were looking at this and we were like because we did spend a lot of time yes so we're like oh yeah this is cool like lots of portraits and then it's like wait i'm seeing some patterns go mm-hmm. back start again and then but then there was outliers because there was some which had a dog in it yeah or like but then just... that kind of links back to kind of fine art and especially portraiture like more like older Historical. older stuff where it was like all about like your status sort of thing and dogs were definitely a thing because they're all kind of like hounds oh yeah like they were also in like the the maybe paintings like across the room yeah that's but true there was lots and, of, but like, there was like hounds. i'm sure and there's one where it's like a lady in a forest taking off her knickers like she's fully dressed yes taking off her knickers and there's just like two dogs chilling there and another lady taking a photo on a on a smartphone i think oh, yeah. is in that image as well really yeah Layers, so as we dude. say, surreal. <laughs> like not really sure what's going on, but I like it. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, so good. And as was like, as we say, it looks like blank paper. It, it's you the, really have to like del- go up to it. Yeah, so delicate, such lovely drawings. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I want to make a point. If they are, they may not be traced. Mm-hmm. And if they are, if they aren't, I don't really mind. It's cool either way. I want to like reach out to any possible artists listening i want to make a statement that tracing is valid Mm -hmm. and that like you can trace images and then do something with them and that's cool and you've done that like that's not like cheating because for ages i thought tracing was cheating Mm -hmm. but i would do it and then i'd not tell anyone i did it (laughs) but like it's fine because you'll you probably do something else with it on top of that like if you just trace it and then you're done like i mean even that yeah like, like that's something. you're just you're making something and that's enough that's what i did for my D character sheet like I've, yeah because i in in the D game which i think we've talked about in this podcast before um an elf and i can't draw people 
very and well that's fine so i just traced it but then changed it to fit my spec of of character and she looks pretty cool dare i say I, yeah she does <laughs> well on our website there's a little portrait of us and yeah. you i did a drawing of me alice and ellie when we first started and i did a trace and then like a alice, digital trace yeah alice traced it and blocked a color in it and it looks really cool so we put it on the website yeah but like tracing's good so I kind of hope it's traced mm. because I'd like that if there's this kind of like the trace of the original image, mm. that would be really cool. I was going to say there's more, definitely millions of layers of symbolism under that as well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and this like because of the way they're positioned, the size of all of the portraits could be like a vastly different. Some of them are kind of close up. Some of them are very in the distance. Mm-hmm. Like and that's why i think it's traced because if you were to trace these things depending on what you're tracing it from whether it be like yeah. a magazine you've got or like a finite amount of stuff a to draw it, exactly so yeah like you have to manage that composition in a cool way uh-huh. which was done so successfully in this series so very impressed yeah we really we, liked it we thoroughly enjoyed this and then we didn't pay too much attention to the work on the floor yeah it was fairly similar though. It was they were all like single models and s- single subjects. Yeah, and it was a bit of a mix. Some of them looked fashiony. A lot of it looked like lingerie. Yeah, like, there's a lot of nude and lots of nude stuff. Yeah, but yeah, and it was kind of like interesting to look at it. Like it was hard to like get a good view. Yeah, because you had to like lean over it so because like, it's if in I a could grid. float or levitate or something yeah. and just like hang um, over the top because they're so faint. Yeah like it's it was like hard to see the ones in the middle or like you had to crouch down mm-hmm. and i obviously like got on the floor and saw how they were attached i was gonna say i got yeah. a great photo of rosie like with her <laughs> head sideways on the floor because the, the i haven't even seen this of, <laughs> i'll show you it later because the the they're not touching the floor they're not just on the floor they're on like did you see it was cardboard holding it up it looked like a couple of is it corrugated cardboard where it's like thick it's not just like thick oh, paper it's yeah, like yeah. do you know where it's actually standy uppy cardboard yeah, yeah. like a couple of bits of that in the center of the piece so then it was and like, like elevated yeah a bit. kind of like a little plinth like, i was gonna say the tiniest little plinth <laughs> <Teeny tiny. laughs> yeah mad yep and then as we said there was a, a video piece but this was very abstract yeah this was like like theories and concepts flying around the room yeah and also flying across the screen because hey. there was like images on top of images moving about and flashing about i think it was only three minutes long so it's one of those ones i would say watch the full thing because you can yes and we watched it a couple of times we did yeah so it was predominantly the screen was taken up by very blurry close-up pictures of like a lot of it was like high heels walking up and down stairs yeah like that was the theme stairs yeah and it would flicker and because i found the soundtrack really disorientating and just like weird because it sounded to me like male voices and male chatter in like a cafe or bar or something yeah it was like very much like a kind of low tone din yeah but then it sounded to me like it was being played backwards if anyone's seen the original two series of twin peaks do you know and like if they're like in the red room like the room with the red curtains like the other side you know um there's like they talk really weird in that realm that's it's very and it's surreal like that's all about like surrealism and stuff like david lynch hello (laughs) um i'm sure he listens (laughs) but um yeah like i think the way they did that in twin peaks is that the actors said their lines and then they were played to them backwards and then they had to say their line again 
backwards. backwards and the play it backwards and, which would be forwards yeah and then they play that backwards which yeah bloody hell so it's really it sounds sinister i'm not gonna lie like a, the uncanny it just Man. sounds it sounds really spooky yeah because it's like right and you can understand what they're saying but it's also awful <laughs> um but that's kind of what it sounded like it was like Ooh, i found it yeah. sinister and that because it's like high heels and like very distinctly male voices there was this idea of like voyeurism yeah which is um how would you explain voyeurism like the male gaze and like looking at a woman potentially in a sexual objectified way yeah we're not necessarily just a male gaze but i think predominantly probably yeah but yeah just that sort of thing of just like i mean the word leering comes to mind it's not necessarily yeah apt but that sort of thing like very much watching something for your kind of benefit yeah and And also it could there's also ideas of like maybe it's the person doesn't know they're being watched and also that which i think would fit in with like the super surreal weird themes of like the maybe paintings in the other room yeah yeah because it does like it looks like you're looking on very weird intimate scenes like there's a very unexplained narrative here that mm. you are not meant to know yeah and it makes you feel like you're not meant to be looking at that scene yeah it's like mad abstract like, like looking at a woman in a forest taking her knickers off fully clothed with a dog with two dogs and then someone else taking a foot with her Bizarre. yeah and then there's like weird scenes of like yeah it's a lot of women there are a few men mm-hmm. but like yeah there's there's a one where there's a quite a long quote-unquote painting mm-hmm. with like a group of men talking in like the middle ground of mm. the painting in the forest and it's like you look like you're in trouble for seeing them i was gonna say it's like one of those scenes where it's like you stumble across and you're kind of like uh-oh mm. like i need to leave without being seen yeah yeah like yeah it's kind of sinister but like not like in a bad way because it's pastel how bad can it be <laughs> like, but yeah this audiovisual piece really strange so that's the the, the main yeah. like that's the yeah the main images and the noise that you get alongside with it but then there's another like a little screen how yeah. do you ex- like super it's like a of that? picture in picture yeah but the picture in picture moves all across the big picture and it's like a flickering of like so it's almost like like a- image after image after image really fast on a reel yeah of paintings and things and artworks of stairs yeah and people um, walking on stairs specifically people walking up and down stairs and there's like photographs and there's like paintings cubist paintings mm-hmm. and just all sorts of things but like art and fine art art history mm-hmm. really and it like it's it's adding a new context to the the main image yeah and we don't really know what it means no but it was cool to like sit there for a few minutes and look at it and do you know how there's that theory of there's only like seven stories to be told, but you just have different oh, variations of that or something? Vladimir prop, props something or other, like 1920s Russian dude was like, these are all the stories ever. And it's like different kind of formulas for like kids' fables and stuff and yeah. like all that kind of stuff. And every story is just a variation of those stories. Mm. Every story ever. Yes. Interesting concept. Do I believe it? Don't know. Mm. But could it be that there's only so many images and every image is just a variation of those images? Oh, I think that um, Cause it's all, all the-, the wall-based drawings would kind of attest to that because yeah. they're all very similar in pose and they generally serve a similar purpose, like something to be looked at I know and consumed. There were these... I'm terrible with names and everything, like dates and just general facts. Okay. <clears throat> but I'm sometimes good at that, so maybe <laughs> I can help. There was this... I think it was 
an art practice but like a research-based practice where these two artists I want to say they were French could be wrong um basically did a survey to find out what the most desirable image would be in art okay so they did all sorts of tests and things to find out what it could be and it ended up being really really boring and it was just like everyone basically wanted a landscape with like trees off to the side a body of water in the distance or something a person and an animal um, I'm sure that was oh, it was wow. it was something really simple like that and like it Aww, turned out that's just what everyone cute. wanted and I've told this before like I'm not often wowed by landscapes I think mm-hmm. like really boring most of the time which is why this was exciting mm-hmm, Whistler mm-hmm. and Nature that was exciting yeah because I just don't buy into like I just don't think they're interesting they have there has to be something else going on and maybe it's the portraiture element of this which is endearing yeah. me to this but Could be who knows but i'd like the like, kind of collage element of this could mm-hmm. link into that i'll have there are so many images and then the fact that they're landscapes with yeah. trees and sometimes a dog and a person yeah. And, you know. so something interesting to consider yeah definitely there's so much to consider in this it's mad there's just so much stuff i think if you like theorizing stuff without actually knowing what it is and being okay with never knowing what it is this is the exhibition for you absolutely take a friend (laughs) take a parent or just whoever and like have some good theorizing because this is why really we initially started this podcast it's why we initially started going to art galleries together just because i like to go to places and chat about what i think yeah and it's, it's ne- nice to do it's not right it's just fun yeah <laughs> it's like but it's I, not necessarily wrong either i think that's an important thing to remember guys this is why we like to put a positive spin on things just because you're not right does not inherently mean you're wrong mm-hmm. and just because like it's that whole thing like just because you don't know something doesn't mean you're dumb just because you don't care doesn't mean like that's bad like yeah it really is fine everything is just fine most of the time pretty much yeah so chill out art's good yeah. <laughs> end podcast <laughs> and this is our final that's- episode <laughs> that's our new tagline chill out art's good <laughs> <laughs> right scrap the original name of this podcast <laughs> if I ever do like a ranty series where it's like a response to someone's negative review that could be what it's called chill out art- art's good that's really funny I'll make a note of that. Watch this space. Something to consider, perhaps. (laughs) Yeah, tell us what you think. (laughs) Would you listen? Would you care? Because we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, amazing. Well, on that note, I think we'll wrap this one up. It was was just a great exhibition. And it's just so so much. And also, like, the other exhibition that's on at Abject was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And again, really surreal. So you could do some theorizing about that. Yeah, yeah. Very, like... That was very audiovisual based. Yeah. Um, very sound. The yeah. sound in that was crazy good. Yeah, it was. It was meant. It was very dark. And that's in, that's in what I like to refer to as the cool floor. Yeah. Because it's uh, level eight of Bamber House, which is where the bar is. So it previews. They usually have not only like alcoholic beverages, but also food. So we got some free soup. Free soup. It, it was, was like carrot and delicious. coriander. Ginger. Gin- carrot and ginger. Carrot and ginger. And you got a wedge of, l- l- no. It's like some kind of bready dealy. You got bits of bread in it but mm. you got a wedge of orange yes you did so nice it was actually the nicest soup we've had dumplings there yes we've had like all sorts of lovely food it's not just like basic nibbles this is no, like no, a this proper is like meal proper food not a meal yeah it's like a proper bit of food yeah good grub and it was lush bars cheap because it's an art gallery yes 
and yeah like we would recommend going to their previews because mm. the art's usually fab too yeah exactly just oh, abject dude love it well yeah. done guys yeah well done <laughs> um, um a way we like to end this podcast is to kind of talk about something that we're looking forward to go see because there's like stuff going on everywhere as it turns out um who thought i was right <laughs> um so one thing i'm looking forward to is like i've recently been all kind of sorted out and stuff i will be returning to sheffield dock fest for the festival to Yay! be a venue coordinator so that will be fun that is so cool like for anyone who doesn't know sheffield dock fest is the largest documentary film festival in the country and the third largest in europe Ooh. i know the stats i work there for a bit lovely um like i was there as a like delegations assistant and then last year i was just there as a vc and then this year i'm also going to be a vc doing the exact same job which is nice because it was just in one place and not public facing so it was cool alice might kill me for saying this but if any listeners want to find out more get in touch because yeah, sure. like i'm sure alice would be happy to like tell you what's up and how to like figure out a film festival a documentary festival yeah. if you're keen if you've never been before mm-hmm. and she knows the inside scoop <laughs> so hit us up yes <laughs> it is a good time sheffield's such a nice place so it'll just be nice being there for a bit staying with my friend Zosha. it's always nice to see her always crash on our sofa for this oh, um, she's such a good very one. grateful thank you Zosha. oh <laughs> yeah she's lush but i'm looking forward to that what are you looking forward to rosie Ooh, well also kind of travelly, but nice. not work at all. Okay. I'm going on a family holiday. Oh, cute. Because it's my Uncle Jim's 60th birthday. Oh, damn. It's 50 or 60. Mm-hmm. One of the a, big ones. One of the big ones. He's been alive a long time. <laughs> um, and he's just fantastic. He's the uncle that gives the best hugs. Oh. And he always has. And he's like like big dude really tall but just like so sweet and lovely so i'm very excited to see him they live in somerset so it's nice down south good (laughs) cider um and i've got quite a big family on my mum's side so it should be a good party nice like my cousins and my fam so awesome are your cousins like the same age as you or yeah yeah well i'm the youngest so yeah i get on with everyone pretty good nice um and it happened to be the same weekend as now special so i was gonna basically i was gonna miss it <laughs> so i've rescheduled because i think my uncle's party is on the saturday so i'm staying for now special on the friday night oh okay and then i've got a flight to go to bristol yeah. where my mum can pick me up and then oh. go to the party or i like get a bus yeah and like kind of yeah, meet yeah. a midway but a bit of a hassle but well worth it because i want best of both worlds i want to party at now special and i want to party with jim nice so sorted that was a good but busy weekend i will be shattered yeah i feel like <laughs> everyone else in the world gets to relax on weekends what no i can't be true <laughs> possibly not we're not recording on a weekend right now <laughs> yeah like we'll have fun we do but also work all the time yeah pretty much the millennial dream baby <laughs> baby <laughs> i like say that a lot now <laughs> but like in, in my mind like because it's, it's not a dream like, it's our reality oh yeah very much so and like baby just important B-B-Y. notice yeah no no b-a-b-e-y <gasps> Ooh, baby baby so that's also what's up with me so <laughs> little alice vocabulary update nice my idiolect i believe that is an idiolect oh. is a series of words that generally correspond to a specific person's way of talking that's so cool wow huh. learn something new every day i love new words language in it in it <laughs> anyway on <that> note. <laughs> yeah if you want to connect with us you absolutely should mm-hmm. we're on instagram and twitter at hey art what's good 
we have an email we which do have is an email. heyartwhatsgood at gmail.com and we have a website heyartwhatsgood.com nice and easy to remember there's a common theme here of our name yes no one <laughs> took it i'm sure if you googled us enough it would happen i think if you just google us at all now like i've i'll do it every now and then on like a like a private browser just so like my <laughs> search history doesn't like influence it but like we show up we're at the top Yay. there's no one else called hey what's good so that's nice that is pretty nice there's some other website called hey something something and maybe the word's good there it's some i think it's in portland in america it's not a <laughs> podcast it's just a website of like good stuff that's happening there but so go hit them up <laughs> <laughs> oh dear okay (laughs) it's time to go it is thank you so much for listening yeah thanks guys take care bye